Your Health with Dr. Ross Walker. 21 minutes to one nine double two double one eight eighty two. if you'd like to speak to Dr. Ross Walker and, of course, in the running to win our talkback caller of the day, maybe just with your question, and that prize is terrific. It is a double pass to the Fremantle Folk Festival, the family-oriented celebration of food, music, culture and everything we love about Fremantle. Hello, Ross. Hello, Jane. Lovely to talk to you again. And you, it's been years. It certainly has been. Do you know what I always think of when I walk into a room, a bedroom with a TV in it? I can remember you saying to me years ago here on 6PR, Jane, can you believe people now have televisions in their bedrooms? Mm, Absolutely. I just don't know why anyone would do that to their body. And everyone thinks, well, what's the problem? The problem is it really upsets your sleeping patterns. The bedroom should be for two activities and two activities alone. One is sleeping and the other one I'll leave up to your imagination. (laughs) It should should not be for any electronics at all. Now, Ross, we talk health, we take calls, and we've got to talk about saturated fat, heart and its contribution, whether or not it does contribute to heart disease, antidepressants and the risk of death and the number to call is nine double two double one eight eighty two. But before I go to Jane in Harrisdale, who's our first cab off the rank this afternoon, how's your health? Mine, I'm pretty well, apart from my crappy knee, but that's that's just too much sport. But my health's pretty good. I'm uh, I'm pretty healthy. I was in uh, Beijing two weeks ago. I climbed the Great Wall of China. I was wow. with four other people. Two of them are um, a little bit younger than me, but two in their 30s, and I beat all of them to the top with about a minute to spare. So I'm pretty <laughs> fit. Everything's good. I exercise four or five times a week, and I practice what I call the five keys of being healthy, Jane. Go on, give You cannot them, give be healthy. In, well, number one, have no addictions. You cannot be healthy in smoke, drink too much grog, or snort cocaine. Number two, seven to eight hours of good quality sleep every night. Number three, good quality eating and less of it. Number four, three to five hours every week of some form of exercise. The best drug on the planet beats everything else hands down is a thing called happiness. Mm. And you do all those things well, you reduce your risk for all diseases somewhere between 70 to 80%. Ross, how much alcohol would you... Now, I know this is a tricky question to ask a doctor because a lot of doctors want to say, look, just don't touch it. But how much Mm. alcohol would you say would be okay. This is a big one for working people who say, I'm really stressed, particularly women in the demographic, sort of 40 plus, who say, my work is really stressful, my kids are stressing me out, I like to get home and I have a couple of big glasses of wine. We, we know, we know that that's one of the growing demographics there. How much alcohol is too much? I think the two big glasses of wine is too much. I think really you should be having one or two small glasses of wine most days of the week, if you enjoy wine, some people enjoy other alcohol. The health benefits really uh, are, f- are from low-dose alcohol, preferably wine, preferably red wine, and having a day or two off a week from doing it. And anything more than that, you don't get any benefit at all, And but you can get detriments. And especially, and this is unfortunate for women, I'm not being sexist here, I'm just mm. quoting the statistics, that even one drink a day for a woman can increase breast cancer risk. But I, I, I believe the reason for that is that a lot of this data comes out of America where they combine their one drink a day with a crappy American diet. Uh. Uh, Whereas if you look at the Mediterranean data, those who follow a proper Mediterranean diet, so keep away from all the boxes in supermarkets. So people who follow a proper Mediterranean diet and have one or two glasses typically of red wine, in fact, reduce their risk for heart disease and cancer somewhere in the 30 to 50% range. And also the the workout of Harvard showed that if you had that one or two small glasses of wine per day and took a multivitamin every day for at least 15 years, 
you negated the breast cancer risk from drinking alcohol. So I say to all women, follow a good natural diet, which is the best diets, of course, the Mediterranean diet. Do all the regular exercise for happiness, but take a multivitamin every day, if you, especially if you're going to have a glass of wine. Really good advice. Jane's in Harrisdale. She's called through on 922 You can too. Hello, Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, Dr. Walker. I'm just ringing up for your opinion because about five or six months ago, I got diagnosed through a biopsy of spongiotic um, dermatitis and eczema. And the only treatment the doctor said she can give me is this advancing cream. And it's driving me absolutely mad. I've had it for yeah, five or six months now. Yeah, still getting a dreadful itch. Look, can I, can I say at the moment that things like Advantin cream or some form of steroid cream are the only available treatments, but very soon there will be a monoclonal antibody, quite expensive for people with refractory eczema that just wipes it out. So it'll be a, probably a weekly injection, but if you've got bad eczema, just a little jab once a week to get rid of the eczema will be a big deal. So watch this space. Uh, I think it's called uh, Dipilimab. Some of these things have ridiculous names, um, but it's been shown to just melt away eczema, and that's that's on the way, and it's not too far away. Oh, that is heartening news, Jane, and isn't it, Ross? The idea of melting away eczema, Ross. Uh, before, well, I can I just tell you, I saw a patient yesterday who had psoriasis, and he mm. came to me with severe heart disease because, as you know, in my, in my other life, I'm a cardiologist. Indeed. But and and this this guy had very severe coronary artery disease, and his major risk factor with it was the psoriasis because of all the inflammation. And I, I said to him, look, we need to get you on these monoclonal antibodies. So he used a different one because there's more specific one for psoriasis, melted away his psoriasis within a few weeks. And his psoriasis was dreadful, covered his entire body. Nice to have you along on this Wednesday afternoon. Coming up to 10 minutes to one, Ross, no surprises. A couple of people have called in and said, what is the name of that psoriasis medication, please? We know it's not on the market yet, but what's it called? Oh, no, you mean the um, the eczema one. Eczema the one. psoriasis one is on the market. The eczema one, I think it's called, I, I always get these names confused, but I think it's Dipilimab. Dipilimab. And what was the uh, yeah. the psoriasis one anyway? Psoriasis one, there's one called Enbrel, E-N-B-R-E-L. Yep. Uh, and and that's, that's the standard one that's used that worked for this man. But it's really a matter, you've got to be under the care of a dermatologist or rheumatologist to get these treatments. Okay, and that might be the thing. You might need to go to your GP and explain because often, Ross, people just live with things, don't they? Oh, absolutely. They put up with their symptoms and they just use a few creams and they they never get better and they're always in some sort of discomfort. That's why it's important to be under the care of an expert to manage it for you very well. Reminded of calamine lotion. That was the old fixer, wasn't it? Got a mosquito bite, calamine lotion. Got the the chicken pox, calamine lotion. It was everywhere back in the day. Um, Craig in Karenup's call through on 922 Hi, Craig. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, good. You're on the line to Dr. Walker. Okay, Brendan, thanks for taking my call. Dr. Walker, my um, questions in relation to um, so-called good fats, and we're going back to talking about the Mediterranean diet, specifically the olive oils, um, coconut oils and avocado oils, and the benefits mm. or somewhat they may have to our our um, health. I'm hearing very conflicting um, advice about them. So, um, you know, are they beneficial for our health and do they cause things like weight gain or... Um, uh, clogged arteries, those sorts of things. Uh, look, f- firstly, there's, in fact, we're going to talk about this. There is absolutely no relationship between the intake of saturated fat 
which is uh, mainly animal fats, but also you mentioned coconut oil, there's saturated fat in that, there's saturated fat in olive oil. There's no link between the intake of that and heart disease. Never has been, never will be. That was just nonsense we've had shoved down our throats for the last 50, 60 years by Mm. conservatives who don't look at the evidence. And in fact, that's what I was going to talk about. A big study of 135,555 people over seven years showed that there is clearly no link between your fat intake or your saturated fat intake. But in fact, the higher your carb intake, there's a 28% increased risk in death by having a high carb diet. So there's no benefits from doing that. But when you you said, can it it clog your arteries? Can it put on weight? Anything can if you have too much of it. So I don't say to anyone, just eat what you like, when you like. What I say to them is have a low calorie, high fat, high protein, lower carb diet, which is basically the Mediterranean diet. In fact, when you look at the statistics for the Mediterranean diet, there's anywhere between a 30 to 50% reduction in all common diseases, heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's disease, chronic kidney disease, the metabolic syndrome, which is tendency to diabetes, blood pressure, fat around the belly, cholesterol issues, etc., etc. So there's enormous benefit from following the Mediterranean diet, and I think it's the best diet combined with a healthy exercise pattern. It's not just the diet, it's the Mediterranean lifestyle, Mm. which is to have a good-sized breakfast, biggest meal at lunchtime, sleep after lunch, and not much in the evening meal, and you burn off any extra carbs in the hot Mediterranean sun during the day. Very nice. You should be having a nap now. We've got a couple of calls that we'll see if we can squeeze in. Ross, Peter's in Ellenbrook. Hi, Peter. Oh, hi. How are you going, James? Hey, good. You're on the line to Dr. Walker. Off you go. Uh, uh, Dr. Ross, I was just um, out of curiosity. I went and had a coronary calcium score done. Yeah. And um, it came in at 182. I'm 58. And the GP seems to think I'm at the high end, high risk end. Oh, no, no, no. You're at moderate risk. Um, 100 to 400 is in the moderate risk category, but I would certainly have someone with a calcium score of 182 at your age be on statin therapy. If if you were 70, I wouldn't care about the 182, but at 58, it's too much for a young man like you. So I would have you on a cholesterol-lowering pill. I'd have you on low-dose aspirin and, most importantly, reinforce the vital need of following those five keys to being healthy. Yeah, okay. Well, that's pretty much what, it, what what the doctor said to do, so that's good. Oh, that yeah, is good excellent. news. Thank you, Peter. Good on you, Pete. Um, Ross, before you go, what do you think about um, Michael Mosley's diet, like the the five and twos and all of those, um, and the blood sugar diet? Because that's sort of the Mediterranean diet and just saying stop eating so much food and get moving and eat healthily. Yeah, and, and, and the good thing is you're having a couple of non-consecutive days off eating a lot of food, which is really simulating our physiology, which is to be a hunter-gatherer. So what the hunter-gatherers did, they'd kill the beast, they'd have a big feast on the beast because there was no prehistoric kelvinator, so the food went off pretty quickly. (laughs) They'd store a bit of fat around their belly for a day or two until the next big feed. But what do we do? Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and sit in our bums all day. Yeah, and I'm I'm pleased... Yeah, he's bang on. I'm pleased pleased to tell you, Ross, when you talk about sitting on your backside all day, we're standing here now at 6pr. We've got standing desks. How good are they? Oh, they're fantastic. It's the best way to do it. So if you can keep moving, keep standing, that's the best thing to do. Good to talk to you, Ross. Thank you.